This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Taiwan records one new case of COVID-19 Friday, bringing the total number of cases so far up to 428. Premier Su Zengchang says that more than one trillion NT dollars may go into a second-stage COVID-19 relief package. And a survey by a Taiwanese job bank finds that 40% of new graduates worry a proposed subsidy program will lower starting salaries. But first, today's top story. Taiwan recorded one new case of COVID-19 Friday, bringing the total number of cases it has recorded so far up to 428. This new case is a member of the armed forces who recently served on a naval ship hit by an outbreak of the disease. The patient was put into preventative quarantine after the outbreak was discovered, but an initial test for COVID-19 came back negative. However, after several days, they developed COVID-19 symptoms, and a second test has come back positive. Premier Su Zengchang says that more than one trillion NT dollars, or 33 billion U.S. dollars, may go into a second-stage government relief package to help deal with the effects of COVID-19. Su was speaking at the legislature on Friday. Su says the cabinet will continue monitoring developments in the COVID-19 pandemic before proposing such a relief package. An initial stimulus package of 210 billion NT dollars, or 7 billion U.S. dollars, is awaiting legislative approval. It focuses on protecting families, industry, manufacturing, and underprivileged people. Su says a second-stage relief package would focus on propping up industries, curbing unemployment, ensuring supplies, and encouraging cash flow. A survey by a Taiwanese job bank has found that 40% of new graduates worry a proposed subsidy program will lower starting salaries. 1111 Job Bank released the results Friday. The government is planning a year-long subsidy program that would give employers 12,000 NT dollars, or 400 U.S. dollars a month, for every new graduate they hire. The program is part of a relief package designed to combat the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. In addition to concerns that the program could lower starting salaries, some respondents also said they worry that new graduates hired under this program would then be let go once it expires. The job bank surveyed 864 people under the age of 30 who were looking for work at the time. Respondents expressed pessimism about their employment prospects. They also said they worry that the pandemic will cause a drop in salaries, working hours, and employment opportunities. Many were also worried about the possibility of being furloughed. Taiwan's cabinet and the American Institute in Taiwan have announced an event aimed at getting the private sector inventing new methods of fighting the spread of disease. The event is an extension of a Taiwan-U.S. deal to partner in fighting the COVID-19 pandemic. Present at the announcement Friday were Vice Premier Chen Ximai, Taiwan's Digital Minister Audrey Tang, and Director of the American Institute in Taiwan, Brett Christensen. Chen said that programmers have played an invaluable role in the fight against COVID-19. He said that big data and information systems have also been key in Taiwan's work to prevent the disease's spread. Tang said the event will center on six topics, managing community resources, transitioning to the world after the pandemic, 
protecting vulnerable groups, predicting future outbreaks with the lessons learned from this pandemic, supporting essential workers, and establishing proper data-driven risk communication. Tong said that anyone can take part, though each team must include at least one person who works in medicine or public health. She said that project evaluations will happen remotely on May 18th. Meanwhile, Christensen said that Taiwan has performed remarkably well in the five T's of prevention— transparency, transportation control, tracking, testing, and technology. He said that Taiwan's success in these areas has drawn worldwide attention. Listen! Are you listening? <laughs> this is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. The foreign ministry says that Vietnam has a need for face masks recently donated from Taiwan. That's after lawmaker Liu Yuling questioned the need for the donation, saying that Vietnam itself recently donated close to a million masks to countries in the EU and elsewhere in Southeast Asia. Foreign Minister Joseph Wu says that Taiwan takes the size, population, and pandemic status of countries before deciding where it will donate masks. He says that careful surveys into a country's needs are done before Taiwan pledges any masks. The head of the foreign ministry's East Asian Affairs Department, Ge Baoxuan, says that Vietnam has a population of 90 million people, but is only able to produce 5 million face masks a day. He says that Vietnam does have a need for the face masks from Taiwan, and that donated face masks go directly to frontline personnel in the country. The foreign ministry has released a short film about a man from Guam who regained his health after seeking medical care in Taiwan. The film is called Looking Up Again, and the foreign ministry released it on Thursday. It features Ted Nelson, who suffered for nine years from spine and hip problems that made it difficult for him to walk, drive, or sleep. With the encouragement of friends, Ted visited Taiwan last year for three surgeries at the China Medical University Hospital in Taichung. The surgeries were successful, and Nelson was able to return to normal life afterwards. The foreign ministry says it hopes the film will demonstrate Taiwan's ability to contribute to global health to international audiences. The short film is available in 10 languages and can be found on the YouTube channel Trending Taiwan. Many in Taiwan's food service industry are hurting as the COVID-19 pandemic drives business away. But at least one cook here has actually seen business boom. The reason? Location, location, location. Ms. Chen of Jiayi is no stranger to the local jail. She is the owner of one of the few food establishments nearby, serving simple, classic Taiwanese fare. She's used to getting food delivery requests from the families of inmates who want to give those on the inside a bit of variety in their meals. But whereas once these requests would only come in every once in a while, they've now exploded, becoming a big part of her revenue. She estimates that business is up around 20% thanks to these calls. It all started when people in Taiwan stopped going out so much due to fears about COVID-19. Family of inmates, too, have largely decided to stay home. Instead of visiting incarcerated loved ones and picking up some food for them on the way, they now mostly stay home and have Ms. Chen make the food and deliver it for them. Of course, when delivering food to prisons, there are certain rules to follow. 
Corrections officers don't allow any bones in the food, and they'll only allow food to be packed in clear plastic bags to prevent anything sharp or dangerous from being hidden inside. John Van Trieste, RTI News. The Mikado pheasant is one of Taiwan's most beautiful bird species, but you'll need a lot of luck to spot one in the wild. Recently, one bird watcher had the unusual luck of spotting two. The Mikado pheasant is an endangered species of bird endemic to Taiwan. With their numbers low, it's only natural that they aren't easy to spot. That's why it must have been an unforgettable moment for one bird watcher when he recently spotted both a male and a female in the mountains of Taizong as they were looking for food. Even if you're not a bird expert, you might find the bird a little bit familiar, at least if you've ever seen Taiwanese currency. That's because an image of these birds is on every 1,000 anti dollar bill. The bird watcher who found the birds says that although March to April is their mating season, they are still not the kind of birds you see often, and so he was lucky to have spotted them. The Mikado pheasant is mostly found at high altitudes in remote mountain areas, places such as the Central Mountain Range and Yusan National Park. The Forestry Bureau warns people to avoid damaging the birds' habitat or scaring the birds if they are ever lucky enough to come across them. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features, brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.